Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. To-do lists are the best thing that have ever been created. Whoever created it, like, I want to give you, like, the biggest hug. Because if I did not have a to-do list, I would not know how to do, like, structure my day. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and a lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm the type A one who is hella organized. And I'm Emily, the spastic one with ADHD. And welcome to our podcast. So just a heads up for everybody, because we are recording all these episodes um, like in advance, because if you are unaware, if you're brand new to the podcast, um, I'm also a filmmaker and I am taking my film into production later this month. So if we miss something, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do our best to stay on top of everything. But, uh, but the you know. reason I'm mentioning that is because we it is literally like the week after like Monday, like The Bachelor's out now. And we really wanted to see the first episode of The Bachelor before we pre-recorded everything. So there will not be any dramatic updates going forth about The Bachelor for the rest of the month. So I'm so sorry if something dramatic happens on the show and we just like don't cover it. We can we can take our updates to the Instagram story. Yes. We yes. will. We can do we can do some updates there because I'm sure it's going to be a very petty season. I, I can already have, tell. Oh, my God. I already know this is going to be the most dramatic season yet, as Chris <gasps> Harrison likes done. to say. <laughs> Chris Harrison, like if he ever leaves The Bachelor, like I'm done. Uh, the only person I'd be except replacing him would be Wells from um, Bachelor in Paradise because I love Wells so Don't much. Don't know who that is, but okay. it's okay. Well, it's fine. He's um, engaged <laughs> to Sarah Highland from Modern Family. Um, so, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Awesome. He was a former contestant from JoJo season. Yeah. Anyways. I liked um, JoJo, but I don't think she is like Chris Har- Harrison's no. job material. Like she's too like sweet and like. Lauren Zima from E! would be a great replacement. Hmm. I don't watch E. I don't know what E okay. is. Is that, like a, is that like a show or a channel? <laughs> no, like E, like E News Network. Yeah, I think you can obviously me. see Anyways. how how much diversity there is in my channels. <laughs> Let's face it, you stick to Netflix and that's it. Anyways. And now HBO Max. Oh, God. But we have Matt James as The Bachelor. And we all know how excited I am because, let's face it, I thoroughly regret not applying for this season. I'll just be honest with you. I um, regret it because he is awesome. Oh, my God. So he's from North Carolina, just like us. Um, and he went to the same college that's, like, in our, like, town that we live in. So, like, honestly, like, I could have met him, and I'm really sad that I didn't. Uh, but I... So, speaking of North Carolina, like, what... Well, go ahead. Actually, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm just... I am in love with him. Um, I love his best friend Tyler C and then was introduced to Matt through him on his Instagram and I'm just you know in awe of both of them they're both like six seven foot goddess uh and I just I love them both what were you gonna say though I was gonna go ahead and jump into to the girls um oh. because 
the girl that's from North Carolina. What did you think about her? I really liked that she like came in in a truck and like made the commonality of like being from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's she what was, I would like, have done. Playing too much on it, like okay, then okay, then maybe you would you not think? have liked it. If I would have done that, I would have bitch ass. I would have fucking been like, hello, fellow demon deacon. Like okay, <laughs> but like, but like when she was like, gotta have sweet tea, blah, like it just it. it I liked it. I liked it when she initially met him, but when they showed the clip of like them in the back of the truck, I was kind of like, "Okay, this is a oh, little shit. much." My bitch ass would have figured out a way to fly some bojangles out there to him. Oh my god, how funny would that be? No cookout, <laughs> cookout. Bojangles, bojangles though. Cheer wine. I don't know why she didn't bring cheer wine. I would have brought some bojangles, some biscuits, some fries, some chicken supreme, some sweet tea. You know tea. what you should have? You know, oh, this is what you should have done. <laughs> you know, you, because one, I, had to, I had the chance to be on this show, you know. like One, you should have been on the show. But two, you should have actually just gone in dressed up as the deacon mascot. Oh, my God. Wouldn't no. that have been an entrance? That would not entrance. have been sexy at all. I would have literally, oh, g- gross. Ugh. No. Or like, <laughs> or like a cheerleader. Like something like that. If I I knew girls who were cheerleaders for Wake Forest, that could have been a better possibility than being. You like, could have got one of their on. uniforms. How freaking funny! Goodness. He would be like, oh, have... did you go to Wake? Be like, no, no, I wasn't smart enough. No. <laughs> I didn't have the money to. Let's so, be real. It really boils it's a down private to the school. fact I don't that have, it's yeah. very expensive. So. And I did date somebody who went there. So let's be honest, the track record of people there is not that great. Um. <laughs> I liked the girl. I thought she was super pretty, but the 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 extent of her North Carolina bit got a little much for me. I mean, hey, whatever it takes to stand out, am I right? What about the girl who brought the dildo? <laughs> I saw this TikTok of her. this guy. I saw this TikTok of this guy who knew her personally and was like, "Guys, guys, my friend's gonna be on there." And then she walks out. <laughs> and she's like, "He's like, oh my god, mom and dad, turn around!" Like it was so funny. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't, I, what made me cringe was when she tapped the girl on, yeah. her, on her shoulder. I was, I was like, like, ma'am, I can't, ma'am, I can't, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. I can't. Um, I'm sorry. No. Or the girl who showed up just in straight like lingerie. I was like, pick my outfit. I was like, I mean, I that's like, one honey, way to, that's one way okay. to get his attention. Um, but that is a way to get his attention. There was that and girl. all the other girls, the model, she was killing it in that dress. Okay, so I gotta ask you: Do you have like a favorite yet? How no. did anybody? I, okay, nobody I, uh, like struck usually, a chord with you. Usually, but like honestly, no, like none of them. Like I, and it's not saying that I don't like any of them. It was just I just could not. It, it was so different. Usually, there's like usually one person that stands out. Okay. With The Bachelorette, it usually is easier because I can just find the hottest guy, the hottest guy, and you root for them. Yeah, yeah, but. This was like I feel like a really solid selection of different girls. I can tell you who I hate, and that oh, that bitch um, Victoria. <laughs> when she walked up to Kit and was like, "Excuse me, princess, the queen is here." I was like, "You have actually got to be joking me!" Uh, like you, I cannot believe that you are addressing yourself as a queen. The only reason I people want me to be on that show because i've heard this from you and other people that i know they want me to be on that show for moments like that so the camera can cut to my facial expressions because <laughs> i would literally just be like you, you know, you've got to be fucking kidding me my confessionals would be hysterical it'd be a oh, whole like lo- when they when they go mm-hmm. off and they're like sitting in there and they're like chatting yeah 
Yeah. Uh. I would literally, like, they wouldn't have to tell me to, like, prompt me to say anything. I'd be like, like, what the actual fuck is going on here? Like, these, all these women are on crack. Like, they are all on crack. I swear to yeah. God. I would have yeah. slapped the crown off of her forehead. Like, I'm like, I don't know who you think you are. I would it's have not just, cute. like, it was just not, it was not great. I, and I was, I was like, of course they're going to keep her on she's for a, producer a while. Pick. Because yeah, she's she's yeah. hands down a producer's pick. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely not into that. No. But uh, I think... I do have a favorite. While you're doing that, I'm going to pull up all the girls. Okay. But yeah, I, I have a favorite. I really like Abigail. Uh, she is the deaf girl on the show, and that's uh, part of, of why I like her. Of course. But also, she is beautiful. Yeah. And she seems, like, very sweet and, like, vulnerable. Like, I was so, like, blown away by the fact that, like, she immediately was just, like, I'm deaf. Like, that's a big thing yeah. um, to say on national TV, like, when you very first meet someone. And so I'm, like, really rooting for her. I was looking at this TikTok about how, um, like, the bachelor, the bachelor contestants' Instagrams grew, like, overnight. And I was just, like, mm. baffled by, yeah. like, Matt James had, like, 100 thousand new followers abigail had the next most new followers like it was just insane to me how i never i guess i never really thought about how many people actually watch these shows uh but when you look at their like numbers on instagram how many like new followers they gain it's actually crazy yeah so right i well here's the thing too like there's gonna be new girls that are introduced as well. Okay, so I saw that and I was like, is that just gonna be like a new thing that they're doing? Because I'm confused know. by that. Because they I already had know. a ton of girls. What was it like 32? Which is usually I think it's usually 30. I think that's how many they usually have. So I don't really know like why they're introducing I guess they liked it. I guess it spiced it up. Yeah. And I don't know why Heather is coming back either. Uh okay, I, is that his ex-girlfriend? No, so Heather is friends with i forget that you haven't watched this so heather was on colton's redacted season that's what i like to refer to it to um since he has a restraining order out against him um i think it was on she was on his season and her whole thing was that she had never been kissed before oh okay i I was so confused i thought it was his ex and that's why i was confused as to why she was coming no she's from the redacted season and she is really good friends with hannah brown and so I don't know if she was part of like the whole quarantine crew that oh, they so were doing maybe and everything. they have had a thing. Maybe, but I don't see her lasting long. I feel like she's just like a little plot device for added drama. Um, I, right. she, just, she was so like unrememberable like on when she was on The Bachelor the first time just because like, ooh, you've never been kissed. Okay. Mm-hmm. This dude's never had sex. That's the commonality yeah, that you guys yeah. have. Like, yeah. It was, it was, she was very bland. So, and that was just like the character that she portrayed basically. But I don't, I don't know why. Uh, I'm just waiting for the episode that Tyler C makes an appearance. Um, I'm just waiting for him to come back. I don't think we're going to get any Hannah Brown uh, peaks this season, uh, which is she's fine already had me. her. She's already had her two years of that's fame. Fine with me. Long. It's fine with me. Yeah. You don't need to see her again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I am really interested to see how Matt James like handles all of this. I do think it's a great season. If you have never watched The Bachelor before, this is probably a great season to start because 
The Bachelor literally has never been on this show before either. I was like, going to say, I, I like that. And I like that they all have that commonality where like the, they're both going through the process for the first time together. So I think yeah. it'll be really interesting to see and to see if The Bachelor franchise like keeps up with that, like with bringing on new people or not. So yeah. I don't know if they will, but um, I, I, I think I would like it better. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's more interesting. And I mean, I get why. I think they, they used to do that. And I get why they stopped and had like the people because like it gave them like a redemption arc kind of thing. Like, you know, somebody who like was on the show, had a chance, and then like got really hurt and betrayed. So now that like, they're coming back and having like a new chance. But when like the fans like grow to love yeah. certain people. So it's But they like, never that fucking also. listen to the fans and choose like the no. worst people to be yeah. the contestants and like yeah. Claire Crawley. And- <laughs> Yeah, that what was do you, a mess. You mentioned Kit earlier. What do you think of her? I've heard so many divisive things. Like, so many people either like her or they don't like her. I do know that her mother is Cynthia Rowley, so that makes things interesting. Um, I think I, I sat next to her. I've sat, I've sat next to Cynthia Rowley or in the same restaurant as Cynthia Rowley while I was in New York once. Um, that's yeah. about Mike. That's it. That's all I know. Um, so but- I didn't know anything about Kit prior mm-hmm. to the first night of Bachelor. I didn't either. Now, I a couple, heard that laughter. Yeah, yeah. A couple influencers I follow know her personally. Mm-hmm. Um, she is very young. That she's is my- very young, but she like she to me she airs like a sense of confidence like. Mm-hmm. she doesn't really seem like one who's going to put up with much. Yeah. Um, so that's going to, I think, it, I think she's going to be an interesting character on the show. Yeah. I um, was like looking, I don't know if she's in a lot of footage um, just because I was kind of like looking to see like, in the yeah, previews. I was trying to look and see who was yeah. in some of it, but I will be interested to see. I think because there's like one episode where like he's making out with some blonde girl and I can't tell if it's, Sarah or Kit because they both kind of low-key look very similar I um, think that Kit and Victoria are going to be they're gonna the heads. two drama the, they like go like go uh, up against each other dramatically yeah. so because yeah. so I kind of got that vibe from the first night and oh, yeah. I don't know if that's the producers doing <laughs> I mean, but, um, it just depends on who's getting a certain edit um, and that's what it all comes down to is the editor and which edit they're going to focus on because they can portray it like if somebody like for example who got the first rose abigail yeah so i couldn't remember her name you're good yes abigail got the first impression rose but she's not a lot in the season preview footage but just because you get too yeah just because you get the first impression rose doesn't mean you're usually going to last that long Um, but also the season preview footage that they show could be from like they could uh, like not show well the the, the, uh, one thing they don't want to give any spoilers so the ABC wouldn't care, but like I will say that one of the um, YouTube channels I watch that like dissects all this shit, um, a lot of the girls that they show in the previews are not have not been introduced yet. Um, interesting. So okay, it's gonna be interesting. Okay. Like two, I think there's two girls they showed in the previews. They weren't even there, so it'll be interesting. Cool. To see. So, so they're trying to they're trying to confuse us here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's li- literally ABC will milk any juicy content they have for the longest fucking time. I will never forget when Colton season redacted season uh, was on, and fucking they literally had like the uh, the clip of him jumping over the fence. They started airing that like at the beginning of the season, and that wasn't until like the very end. I'm like, are you kidding? You're literally milking this. When the fuck is the episode that he's gonna jo- jump the damn fence? 
So yeah, yeah. So. ABC is going to milk anything they can. Oh, have, absolutely, so. absolutely. So this is going to be interesting season. I think it'll be a good one. I hope. I really like Matt. So I think if anything, I'll be rooting for him. Yeah, I honestly I just didn't watch a lot of last season just because. I, I'm thankful it's back on Monday nights too. Like, oh my god! Yeah, that was that Tuesday night thing really threw me off. But then I was I didn't watch it Monday because I thought it was going to be on Tuesday. I was very confused. <laughs> so we will hopefully try to keep you guys updated, like going forth with the, uh, the episodes. Just letting you know, like on Instagram and everything like that. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll do like an Instagram story takeover where you guys can see. Um, That'd be all so that fun. We're doing. <laughs> That would be so fun. All right. So for our captivations of the week, Emily, what's yours? Um, so I got a pair of Doc Martens uh, for Christmas and I have finally gotten around to the point of like breaking them in. I did not realize how freaking heavy these things are. Um, why did no, none of the cool girls on TikTok and Instagram warn me? <laughs> I have the Leonas though and I really like the style because it has like a slight elevation to it like on the heel and it has a little bit more detail like in the laces and what's the thing it's called that you like loop those shoelaces through? Yeah, I don't know what they're called. They have a name but I know what that you're talking thing. about. It's not an aglet. Mm-hmm. That's the plastic part on the shoelace. I know that. Um, but you guys know what I'm fucking talking about. There's just a little bit more like feminine detail to it and everything. I really like them. I did not know Doc Martens also made steel toe boots. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I can't imagine them being any heavier than they already are, but apparently they can hmm. be. Uh, fun hmm. fact. But I really like them, and I'm trying to break them in. And I, I concur with what everyone's saying. They're the comfiest shoes ever. But I just need some outfit inspo. So, like, if you guys can just, like, send us some stuff on uh, Instagram, uh, tag us in your Pinterest board, send me some outfit inspo because I really don't know how to wear these. And I want to look cool and not look like a camp counselor. <laughs> <laughs> For people who might get a pair, uh, sizing. Any recommendations? I struck to like my true size. Okay. um, Because I heard some people say like you should size down because it's leather. So like it will give and stretch. But um, I did that and I what's in pain. Uh, So there you go. uh, I'm like, I don't think this is how it's supposed to feel. So I I don't have half sizes, right? No. Okay. So I I just got my normal size, my sevens and so far they've been pretty good if they stretch i'll just get thicker socks that's what i was gonna say you can always get thicker socks you can always get some yeah, thicker socks basically yeah. the only annoying part is that you have to lace them up to put them on like so mm, okay. i mean but i i like that and i wanted these two because i feel like they'll just last me like a really long time oh I yeah almost definitely got, yeah i almost got dupes but then i was like eh, no like the real ones will last me a little bit yeah. longer so Love them. Super what about cute. you? So this online boutique Emily showed me called 12th Tribe. I just put in a pretty pricey order here <laughs> um, for my photo shoot for uh, my music releases. So I'm super excited. I got some really, um, I got some vegan leather pants that I've really been wanting a pair. So that I am very excited for. I got this really cute um, champagne blousy top. And then I got these like really funky printed pants. So I am hype. They still haven't shipped to me. So I'm a little salty about it. But uh, all is well. Uh, But yeah, definitely recommend checking them out. They're kind of expensive. So keep that in mind. But Honey actually gave me a coupon. So if you have Honey on your computer. Not um, a sponsor. 
not a sponsor, but like, hello. Hello. Um, I got like $30 off my order. So. And if you guys ever want to purchase anything that we mentioned in our, in our captivations, just make sure you guys check the show notes. We always leave little links to all of it. So make sure you guys go and check that out. Also check out our Instagram. We have an Instagram, the Gals Guide Pod. And we also have our own personal Instagrams at Emily Elise and at Hannah Nicole Adams. And make sure you guys are also checking out our Patreon, our website, and then we also have uh, TikToks. And last but not least, subscribe, rate, and review us. So today's episode, it's going to be like a really like, it's a good note-taking episode. We don't usually have those. I know. <laughs> uh, look at us. It's usually 75% rant um, and 25% advice. Uh, mm-hmm. But you being the 25%, maybe in the 75 it's fine. Yes, <laughs> it is what it is, you know? But... It's a new year. Thank God. We yeah. We didn't really do a New Year's resolution episode. We kind of no. decided not what? to. Do you have resolutions this year? I like have a couple that I wrote down, but like nothing too crazy. I like, like I said in the most previous episode, um, like it's more of a mindset thing for me this year versus like, I hate numbered goals i hate goals that put like a time stamp i hate like Mm -hmm. the must work out five days a week because i just think that just sets me up personally for failure Mm -hmm. um but like like i have four written down mine's one is like consistency with fitness and like a healthy lifestyle just Mm -hmm. like honestly just just overall like ideal yeah Mm -hmm. um another one i have is like allowing myself to fail creatively and stepping outside of my comfort zone um, because I don't like to fail, but I feel like sometimes when I fail, quote unquote, I always end up creating something way better. Mm-hmm. Um, another is just releasing my original music and growing as a podcast co-host. Those are really the only ones that I came up with. They're very like simple, but for me, they're more of like a changing my mindset on how I look at things in my life. So mine's just moved to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> no, yours is moved to Los Angeles and stay alive. <laughs> Yes. Don't get COVID. <laughs> yes. Because apparently like fucking one in like 80 people, I'm going to die. I'm literally. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm just never going to see a person in public ever again. I'm going to move out. That's the thing. I'm going to move out there with not knowing a single fucking person and just be like, okay. But I, I mean, film productions just got shut down again in los angeles i and was I'm t- trying to say something but i didn't want to trust me i already know so so you know it's gonna be it, it's gonna be what it is like you're you're gonna move it's gonna happen this year but but i, I like having the um just the mindset and just the appearance that i'm being productive so that's why like in the first month of the year i'm like mm, let's make a film uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's go ahead and get exactly. that just get that the fuck out of the way so we don't have to think about it anymore there and then go. we can worry about film festival submissions and worry about that end and then in the meantime we're also like mm, let's just like amp up the podcast and make it like a bigger deal and better and so we're trying to do that the same fucking time and i'm just and like, also like re- me recording music like we're trying to do seven things in the month honestly, of january i can't even express emotions anymore i'm just screaming into voids periodically throughout the day <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do i scared my dad the other day when i did it <laughs> did you think he wasn't home no i just did i was like i gotta scream and he was like huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm dead. That's so funny. Um, so yeah, that's uh, I've resulted into my. I feel like my the way I relieve stress is very accurate to how my moon sign is, which is my Libra moon, which means I go to retail therapy and I just buy things and I try to beautify myself and do all that. You just cry. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally spot on. It, it's it's your so Scorpio sad. moon just cries. I just get overwhelmed and cry. So yeah, um, yeah you know it it's is fine. what it is. It's, it's fine. fine. It's, it's fine. It is. Yep. We're just gonna come with the sweatshirt that says "It's fine." Honestly, I would wear it. It's fine. <laughs> As I say it like five more times in the right. podcast. But we did want to do an episode on product productivity. If I can say the word. We did want to do an episode on productivity today because even though I like to have the illusion that I'm productive, I do feel like the new year is a good time to reset with that sort of thing. And I will say that my worst purchase of 2020 was buying a fucking planner. Really? I feel like it was my best. It, I like, didn't fucking use it. <laughs> I've used it every day, but I use my planner nope, like, I, every day. We went into quarantine. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> like, this is not real anymore. This is a this is a rehearsal episode. Like, this is not a real year anymore. What is it what is organization? I don't know. I gave up on a lot of things, like life. Hey, it's okay. So, everyone everyone dealt with it differently. So I was I was like writing in my planner trying to have some sort of like semblance of normal. So I was playing the Sims and pretending that that it was a different world. That's basically how I there coped. There we have it. This is <laughs> so. how we both coped. You can see we're very different. Mm-hmm. But I really tried to like take January's opportunity to reset and just focus, like determine like what I want to focus the year on. And I feel like this is a good episode for you guys probably to like figure out how we do it. And I've now like established my own r- little morning routine and We've been talking lately just about how we want to kind of streamline the podcast as far as like organization. And then we're also trying to grow the podcast and make it something bigger than what it is, like establishing like a certain brand. And then I'm also doing my film. You're doing your music. So we have a lot going on. We have a lot. busy gals. We we have a lot happening over here. There's a Uh, lot going on in our brains here. (laughs) And I need to get the fuck out sometimes. So we've been trying to figure out like the best way we can tell you guys like how we managed to have some semblance of productivity because I think Instagram and just social media in general gives people the illusion that, you know, you have to be hustling like 24 seven and that you have to constantly be on the grind. And I will definitely say I have placed a lot of my self-worth and value into how productive I am. And I, that's definitely not healthy. Uh, I definitely, feel a lot of the time when I have days that I have like days off and I'm not working and I don't have anything to do immediately and I take days to just relax I feel sometimes like they're unearned like and that's just because yeah I get like antsy do you get antsy like I like I'll be sitting there doing nothing and I'm like I could be doing like seven things right now like yeah. I and I don't know how to turn it off, but I'm I'm doing better. But it's it's hard for me. Like I I put a lot of self worth in how product productive I am as well. So and I think that also is true for a lot of people when they get out of school because so much of your life, like your entire life, after you like graduate high school, graduate college, wherever it is in your life, like you're doing so much constantly, whether it's extracurriculars, um, studying with your friends, studying, uh, working doing homework all this kind of stuff like you're constantly feel like you're being productive you're doing all this stuff and then when you get into the real world and you're not 
doing that much anymore it's kind of like a shifting you're really wondering like am I like doing enough I feel like I'm like really slacking I'm just not putting that much effort but really like you're just doing it as much as everybody else is in the world you just don't really realize it in a way so yeah and you're like your um responsibilities change because when you're in yeah. college like the you have like five or six classes that all have deadlines so you're I had doing to read all of these two things. books a month i had to read two books yeah. a week i'm sorry i had to read two books a week in yeah. college and so yeah. like and while studying for tests while doing all this other stuff writing essays all these other things and it's just like and so uh, your your outlook on productivity is that when in reality when you're like an adult and you have responsibilities of work taking care of your house like laundry like i mean these are all things that you do in college too but there's just a shift a focus shift like on Mm -hmm. like more time with family more time with friends and relationship Mm -hmm. building and in like I said it's all it can be intertwined in college but like the adult life productivity looks different and it's so hard for it was so hard for me to wrap my head around it and I felt like there were all of these like lags of time in my day where I was like I feel like I could be doing so many things and Mm -hmm. that's why I do music and that's why I started a podcast because if I'm not constantly using my brain I feel like worthless not that's Mm -hmm. like a really harsh way to look at it but like I am a go 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 kind of person and so I fill up my time and And I I don't fill up my time I'm like I also look you know why you're like that and it's for a future episode so I don't want to go with too much into it but remind (laughs) me to tell you more about human design uh if you know anything about human design and chakras um you'll know exactly like what kind of person she is but i'll it's i'll have to tell you more later because i don't want to spoil okay. it for the gals yeah. sounds but good. Sounds good. <laughs> um i know exactly why you're like that awesome <laughs> please tell me because i hate it <laughs> but i was so in, it was so ingrained in me because i since i have adhd it was so ingrained in me that like i need to be productive because if i'm not being productive then like it's really devaluing myself because I have ADHD and so it's so easy for me to get distracted and I would really beat up on myself a lot for it because I would think the more productive I am the more less time I would have time to daydream but it's quite the opposite uh the more productive I am the more stressed I get so therefore the less the more my anxieties increase and the more it affects my ADHD and it's just like a downward spiral kind of thing so I really try to implement like a lifestyle and a routine into my life that I can, that will allow me to be the most productive. So we have a couple of different hacks we want to share with you guys. But before we get into that, like we've said, please keep in mind, this is all subjective. Like it's not a one size fits all method. What works for us is not always going to work for you guys. You literally have someone who has, who is not, who's neurodivergent. And then you have somebody who is like completely type A, like should be a Virgo because you're so organized. Just because, like, it works for us doesn't mean it's always going to work for you. So take this, like, with a grain of salt and see, like, what you can implement into your routine that I feel like helps you. Because we do do so many things and not everybody, we realize, does the amount of stuff that we do. Not everybody owns a business. Not everybody is a creator or an artist like us. So take what you will and then just keep it in mind that your productivity is not linked to your self-worth. And self-care is productive so that should be implemented into your routine do not forget that like taking time for yourself relaxing whether that's like turning your phone off and like turning away your computer and your work after like 8 p.m whatever it may be it looks different to everybody to me it's going shopping um to me it's doing a mask and for you it might be completely different so not forgetting to implement that into your life i will say yes absolutely but I will say one productivity hack that I really kind of definitely 
it's scientific that it, it you need to do this in order to be productive. It's having a designated workspace. Not only will you be able to write that space off on your taxes, um, like if you literally have an office like in your house, there's a way for you to write like that entire room off, like the electricity and like everything off on your taxes. Do not ask me. Do not DM me how to do it. I know. I'm going to say just, I don't know anything about it. Don't DM us. Go talk to your accountant. <laughs> Go talk you to H&R it. Block. <laughs> But there's a way to do it because um, my mother owns a business and that's what she's done with her office is like literally they roped out like the perimeter of their house so they could use that to write off their taxes since it's like her office workspace. But yeah. I highly encourage not working from your bedroom. I know from like working from home, if you have roommates or whatever it may be, it might be easier to work from your home. I mean, easier, easier for you to work from your bedroom. I can't say much. I work from my bedroom. I have a desk. However, I try to do all my work at that desk and not in my bed. So, like, let me just break out, like, my little psychology, like, minor brain right here. (laughs) So, basically, a reason a lot of freshmen in college, or if you, like, live in a dorm, no matter your year, but primarily freshmen in college, uh, struggle with sleeping and struggle with concentrating is because often or not they will do their homework in their bed because literally your dorm is just your bedroom. And Well, and I was going to say too, that's so small that your desk that sometimes like dorms will provide a desk for you, your desk ends up being cluttered with everything that you can't fit in the rest of your dorm room. So there's nowhere to sit. Yeah. And really your mind is going to always, your mind should only associate your bedroom and specifically your bed with sleep and sex. And if you start working there, if you start eating there, it's going to eventually not know to associate that. So you're going to not be able to go to sleep on time you're going to be like oh my brain thinks like my your brain's literally going to be wired to think oh this is where we're productive and do shit not where we sleep so trying to get out of your bedroom trying to get out of that space or at least having a desk that you can like know to work at and your brain therefore associates that space with oh this is where we work your brain is really easily manipulative (laughs) and malleable like that so just trying to figure out a way to not be in the bed and like it's so much easier i know i i write a lot for my bed but i always think that you know if you can find a space to work in your house like if it's the dining room or if it's sitting at like the coffee table for me i joined a co-working space uh during the pandemic that was i knew really safe for one but it was a it was literally how I was able to write my entire short film was going there because I was able to let my brain associate that space with where I write and I was able to be more productive and concentrate and not have any distractions from anybody and just able to stay there like I was able to stay there like midnight if I wanted to kind of thing but it was really nice uh, and I highly recommend people doing that I think that's why a lot of people join places like we work and things like that where it's like a co-working space so if you had those in your areas highly recommend doing that yeah but- I second that because like how like having to work from home during quarantine, I had to work out of my bedroom. So I flipped my desk around. So it was like I had a little corner. It was like a little office corner. And I just associated work with that that corner. And it still kind of sucked because it was still in the like bedroom area. Mm -hmm. But anytime I sit at this desk now, I'm like work, work. This is where we work. Sometimes I would do like at the bar, like 
sit at the bar and like type, but I also sometimes eat at the bar. So that got a little bit tricky because then I would like, what do you, I would associate like working and eating and that's yeah. not good. So yeah. uh, you just have to kind of play, like, I just would play around with different things. If you're still working from home, like maybe finding, like setting up a space, which I'm sure you guys have at this point, since we're like almost like what a year into this freaking quarantine. Yeah. Um, but it's like really important, especially like for your mental health and like, like you said, being able to sleep and stuff. So I totally second, second that. Yeah. And one thing that I like doing because you can be completely different. I know there's some people who like working in complete silence and they Mm -hmm. need that in order to concentrate, especially someone who has ADHD. I used to only be able to study in complete silence. And then I, I don't know if anybody else does this. If you have, if you're neurodivergent, you might do this, but I will, whenever I'm writing, or in, and sometimes in undergrad when I was studying, I would play one song on repeat if I liked the beat that it had. And so I've literally almost wrote, well, one, when I was writing my film, I wrote it to a soundtrack that I had made but to, to kind of like evoke certain emotions in certain scenes. But I also have a playlist of like different soundtracks from films. So like I love writing to scores from different films, like if Bill Street could talk and Moonlight or, and, um, the social network are some of my favorite ones to work to just because it's instrumental and it's really like a beautiful feeling that it has. But I have different playlists for different things. Um, when I was writing like papers in grad school, like analyzing certain things and like films, I one paper, like I literally played drunk by Zane, like on repeat. <laughs> That's hilarious. As I wrote it, like if you've heard that song, it's a great song. It has like a really good, solid like beat to it, and it's way repetitive. So like I would never like you. I could just zone into that sound and stay on, stay like concentrated to it. But depending if I'm like editing photos or doing or like doing any editing, I have like one playlist I'd like to play. It's literally called "Do You Know What? Fuck This No More Being Down. Let's Get This Show on the Road." Right? Let's crank the tunes up. It's from a TikTok. If you don't That's know that, hilarious. but <laughs> it's all like these really upbeat like money. Let's get it like kind of songs. That's just like yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I sometimes like music and I sometimes don't. Like if mm-hmm. I'm working like you said, like if I'm like editing something or doing graphics for like the the little marketing piece I do for my job or like working on like planning out for like my music release or like content creation kind of thing, I like to have music, of course. Yeah. If I'm like writing notes like for therapy, um I, I do like to have music, but it has to be mellow. So like right now I've just been listening to Evermore and then any kind of fast song I just skip. Yeah. But I have to pause it to like, uh, what's, what is it? Uh, reread it mm-hmm. <laughs> because I cannot concentrate for me. Like music is so much like I really analyze music when I listen to it and I listen to the lyrics and I catch myself <laughs> singing along. So sometimes, um, it makes me less productive. It really just depends. So like, because I've listened to Evermore so much, like I can work to it. Um, yeah. but it ha- for me, it has to be mellow. If I, if I'm over here and Mac comes on or like, Oh, that's, poppy, that, again, that's my editing like a, playlist. Like a yeah. poppy Ariana. Like that has to be for like when there's no, when it's not like a work related thing, if it's work related, it yeah. has to be mellow. Yeah. Um, if I'm like, whenever I'm writing in the morning, so like I'm doing journaling or anything like that, or I'm just trying to like get my day started i'm really trying to concentrate i'll listen to a lot of lo-fi music yeah i was gonna say those lo-fi beats are really good yeah but i i love a lot of people like jazz too i i need to get into some jazz yeah that's my mother that's so calming 
It's not me. We could just listen to fans. <laughs> I'm sorry. That girl on TikTok okay. always comes to mind, but it's fine. But my favorite thing, my favorite thing, if I'm not writing, I'm just trying to be productive and get like shit done and like just do work things. If you go on YouTube, there is like whole ch- ass channels that have ambiance sounds. Okay. And I, there's like one, it's like a coffee shop. Since I haven't been able to go right in a coffee shop, I would do coffee shop vibes. I would listen to it. And it's like, sounds like a coffee shop. Like you would hear the espresso machine and like you would hear people like mumbling and like some like faint music in the background. And I was like, I'm, I, this is the closest thing I can get to a coffee shop right now. I and it I will take so it so much. <laughs> I miss going and doing paperwork and like that sort of thing in coffee shops. Like I miss the hustle and bustle culture of like, Best bet. The reason I I get the vaccine is to go to a coffee shop and write. It's so sad. It's so sad. I'm so sad. It's but fine. like, there's like some. It's like um, it's like a fall morning ambiance. Like you hear rustle okay. of leaves and like the wind. I'm like, yes, take me there. And then like, there's some like a winter morning. You hear like someone walking through the snow, like the snow crunch, crunching. crunch, crunch. But it's like really relaxing. I promise. <laughs> like I really that that is like my little favorite like side world of YouTube is like the ambiance videos. That and the um the crackling fireplace that like oh plays my God, yes. for like hours that's how i sleep uh, my it's great i'm not gonna say her name my echo my amazon echo mm-hmm. plays uh, a crackling fireplace when i go to sleep so i love it yeah love it. but i i setting like, the mood like you gotta set the mood to yeah. like be you gotta find what works for you and then like set that mood burning candles um, burning burn, one right now burn mm-hmm. a specific but burn a specific scent that you can associate with working because scent triggers memories more than anything so if you find a certain scent that you like and that you only burn as you're working your brain will know that's what you should be doing and kind of associate with that um i also like right now like even though i have no makeup on i'm not going anywhere we're literally just recording the podcast all day today i do have a bra on and mm-hmm. i will I think for girls, my girlies, put put on a bra. If you had to put on your makeup, do that too. Put on jeans so you're not like too comfortable and you can actually work a lot of the time. I will put on my favorite pair of jeans that's still comfortable. That way I like I'm not prone to going and like taking a nap or like just chilling on the couch or anything like that. Like it, it's like I feel like I should be doing something if I'm fucking wearing jeans in my house. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So, like like get getting ready for the day, even if you're not going anywhere. For me, that's like such a like starting point for my morning. And so I know if I'm getting up and getting ready, like I have stuff to do today. Got to get it done. Like got to be in a good mindset to work. And so I, for me, that is like a huge, huge yeah. thing. I also will say one thing, if you are an artist or a creator, this is something that I really implement for us, like as the podcast and everything. But if you are somebody who like who has a podcast or if you are a photographer or a filmmaker or a musician, whatever you may be, I don't know, uh, having on and off days. So days that you are off are usually days that I spend writing. It's days that I'm we're like outlining the podcast or like we're sending out emails. We're doing the hot behind the scenes stuff. I'm like doing a lot of more like office things. I'm editing photos, things like that. Uh, my on days are when I know I need to be a performer. So I need to, that's when we're recording the podcast. It's when I'm having meetings for my film. It's when I'm taking photos. It's, you know, when I have to be interactive with other people, those are the times that are my on days. So I, I don't feel like I'm exhausted by the end of the day if 
I start off the day and I'm like doing like all these emails behind the scenes things. And then I have to pop on a, like my persona to put on for you guys to record. I don't feel like exhausted and drained by the end of the day because I know that Fridays, that's the day that we record the podcast. That's the day that I know I have to be on. I have to be bubbly. I have to be present and bring that side of me out. And I can spend like Thursday being the day that I do planning and things like that. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. I have never I implemented honestly, that. I honestly I've, saw it on TikTok. I was going to say, I've never really thought about it that way because for me, my on days are, you know, Monday through Friday because of my job. Mm-hmm. And then I guess my off days are Saturdays and Sundays. And I really do try to like do, like you said, more of the like behind the scenes or like really focus those days on my music or go mm-hmm. to the recording studio or like do things more for me, I guess, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um without having like I have a productive mindset but it's a little bit more lax and there's yeah. a little bit more flexibility on the off days but yeah. like like if if I don't want to get up and immediately work like I normally do Monday through Friday I can do more of it in the afternoon or at night even it just kind of yeah. like there's more like flex time I guess yeah when with me being such a multi-hyphenate creator like it's how I have to kind of just differentiate between what I'm doing certain days and I know that like with my film like I'm not going to want to go location scouting the same day I'm going to be having a rehearsal meeting with like my actors like those are two different things that I'm going to have to like associate and I try to streamline everything and just be more in alignment with what my goal is for today so like one thing I know we have both talked about this one thing that we really want start kind of doing is like a gratitude journal and mm-hmm. with that I one thing I like doing in the morning is also doing a to-do list so then I have a more like it almost feels like a more reward kind of thing like when I check off I um, love something to do on my list. to-do list to-do lists are the best thing that have ever been created whoever created it like I want to give you like the biggest hug because if I did not have a to-do list I would not know how to do like structure my day like I I used to have a to-do list on my phone and I still do like with the reminders app and everything, like with the little widget that you can create. But I like having a physical one that I can write out. And like, I loved having a dry erase board on my fridge because then like when I can check something off, it literally gives me like a dopamine kick and it's it's literally like a reward. Like when you're able to check it off. Yeah. It's like, heck yeah. One less thing I have to do today. Yeah. And I don't know. I just... I like doing that. And then with the gratitude journal, being able to like list affirmations or like mantras, like what you want, like your goals for the day, like not overall like to do list things, but like some of the goals that you have, like, you know, to be more reflective, to be more patient, things like that, um, I think are really great if you're trying, not only trying to be more productive, but also trying to be in a better mood. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I think it like, I think it all like helps with your mindset, like on how you're going to approach the day if you like take the five minutes in the morning to like list out what you're what you're grateful for, like how you're gonna like try and act that day or like affirmations, like you said, like, yeah, it just kind of I don't know, it like starts your day off a little bit differently yeah. than just like getting up and like going for it. So, so if you're a creator and artist, you probably have read the book, The Artist Way. Um, I highly recommend everybody kind of read it, even if you're not an artist, because I think it is beneficial for everybody. Um, I started reading it because if you're a writer, like every fucking writer's read this damn book. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's a pretty hefty book. But one thing that they really implement is journaling in the morning and by that like just not like not really worried about like okay like I'm sitting down like and putting all this pressure on me like what do I write because I was I was so afraid to start doing that because I've always wanted a journal but just 
the idea of doing it just seemed so tedious. And I was just like, I don't know what to write. Like I have to think of something every day. Like that's annoying. But with the artist way, the way they kind of categorize journaling is just literally like a stream of consciousness. You're literally just getting all the thoughts out of your head that are blocking you. So you can therefore create what you need to create later on in the day. And it's not like holding you back because some people I used to be this way, like, okay, like, I'm not going to write until I feel motivated to write. And then when you become, like, an actual, like, career writer, you're like, no, you have to write every fucking day. And you have to, like, like today I'm writing. Like, today I have to write. Like, I have no other choice. And you're like, I don't know what to write about. Just getting all your thoughts out of your head. And no one's ever going to see this journal. Like, I used to put so much pressure on myself that the journal had to be, like, really, like, profound and reflective. No one's ever going to fucking read this thing. Who the fuck do I think I am? Like, it's not a memoir. I'm not writing a motherfucking memoir. Like... I had to like a motherfucking Blair Waldorf over here with my Tiffany blue journals and like stacks like of people who are going <laughs> to expose me one day. No, I doesn't have to be like that. You can literally talk about the salmon you had last night for dinner and how it makes you feel this morning and how you really regret it. Write about that. I can't tell you. Like write about how you're annoyed by your like neighbor waking you up at 7 a.m. mowing the lawn. Like yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter. No one's ever going to read it. But it's getting all that stress and that worry that's building up in your head out on the page. So it's like, okay, well, I dealt with it. Um, it's not going to hold you back anymore throughout the day. So Yeah, that's awesome. I, I really need to get into journaling. I've been looking at the five-minute journal. I think that's a good place for me to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good way because, like, you're doing the gratitude and, like, yeah. you're setting your goals and affirmations yeah. for the day. Um, I really want to I think that one well. would be really good, like, positive for me. So we'll see. We'll I almost see got if I end it for doing Christmas. Oh, well, I, I like I mean, what it, you got me. It was sold out, so. Oh, bummer. That's okay. <laughs> so there's, like, this one, like, method I've heard a lot of people talk about before, which is the Pomodoro method. And, like, low-key, I think I was doing it before I knew what it was. Um, oh, you were that girl? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, like, a productivity hipster. It's fine. I'm here before it's viral on TikTok. Like, it's But fine. it's, like, where you pick a task, you set, like, a 25-minute timer, you work on that task until the time is up, take a five-minute break, and every four Pomodoros, you take, like, a longer break in between. Um, so when I was an undergrad and I was like doing these psych classes because I hated myself, uh, and trying to study and learn about vision and, you know, the hippocampus and multiple sclerosis, you know, all the fun (laughs) things, you know, that it's a joy because I thought, Hey, let's be a neurosurgeon. (laughs) Um, I was like really trying so hard to study and absorb this information, but I felt like I wasn't absorbing anything. And I went to counseling for it at school for my ADHD and was just like, how the fuck do I study? Like, why can I not retain any of this information? She told me that, you know, most people can study for about 25 to 30 minutes and then take a break and they'll be fine. Um, They can study for that, like take a break. 30 okay, minute increments. I thought you meant just like period. No, and no, I was no, like, no. uh, they, they do, must be super women. So they can do 25. Most people, most like neurotypical people can study for 25 to 30 minutes, take a break, like they can do those, those many increments. But someone who is, has ADHD, I should only be studying for 10 to 15 minutes and then taking a break. And then taking but, a break. Because that's all my brain could absorb before it gets distracted usually. And whenever my brain would get distracted instead of getting mad at myself for getting distracted just letting the thought arise and then letting it fit pass like acknowledging the thought and then letting it pass that was one reason why i always hated meditating because i could never clear my thoughts and i was like how mm-hmm. the fuck do people relax i go get massages and i'm like i have to do this that, blah, 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 and like five thousand things are running through my head and it's just right. like acknowledging the thought and then letting it go like don't okay. push it away actively like take time acknowledge it 
because you can't turn off your brain but then don't let it not let it consume all your thoughts like okay i have to do this later and then just like pushing it away um so by doing that setting up a reward system i think is really effective uh and if you're i think it's, this is a good technique to use if you like you have a lot of things to do and you have like a deadline and you are on a time crunch um and you it's some work that you really don't want to do low-key this is a good method to kind of use to get through it yeah i love that i i feel like i do something similar but i like time block so like i use up my time really really like I think I've talked about this in the podcast before. Like if I have something at four, but I have a break from like two to three thirty, like I use that time. Um, and for me, I just, yeah, when I'm in, that. when I'm in a mood, like I just need to go, 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 go until I get it done. I did that in grad school and undergrad and it just worked for me. I know it works for some people, but I think this is a better, um, thing for me now because I see, I find myself like working hard for five minutes and I'm like, Oh, I need a break. And then like getting on my phone and I'm like yeah. that, that I worked for five minutes that does not deserve a break. So like I like the 25 minute, like even if it's like setting a like literally setting a timer and like do not disturbing like my phone. Yeah. Um, and there's different like, like apps you can do to help with that. I don't use them. I trust me, I've tried, but there was like was one app where it's like a tree. I had to find it and link in the show notes, but it's like a tree and you you can't use any of the apps on your phone while this is while it's on and the longer you work the more the tree will grow and if you stop if you like try to get on your phone before the time ends the tree dies and it's like saving the tree you're like trying to save the tree (laughs) yeah oh my gosh that's kind of cool though it's something like that and i think it's really interesting it's just like and it's like you know aesthetically like cute for your phone and everything like that but like Yeah. yeah like the longer like the more you do, it doesn't grow exponentially, but like over time, like the tree literally will get bigger and bigger, like the more you use the app. So like, say like you're like been using this app for like a whole week and like the trees finally like looks like starting to look like something. And then and you then kill it. it. You, you have to start all, all over again. So it's like almost like a game in a way. Yeah. So it's like I a mind game to, I, think I like really that. That's kind of cool. That's yeah. really cool. I'll, if I can find it, I will leave a link and, uh, the show notes i'm like all about productivity you guys i literally have the momentum app on my google chrome and when you sign into google chrome you literally can set like your main focuses for the day you can set your to-do list and it has a beautiful picture of like a nature landscape on the background so you're not getting distracted through anything so i always like to recommend going to google chrome and looking at their extensions i know this sounds like i'm doing like an ad read right now i just realized that (laughs) it's okay it just means you really like the product you know? It's not an ad read for Google Chrome, I promise. <laughs> but, but Google, hey. <laughs> like, hey, we're here. But I really recommend doing that and like looking for different productivity um, extensions that you can use um, on your browser that will help not keep you, um, that will help keep you like focused and not distracted from anything. Yeah, but definitely. you are all into a morning routine over there. I am because here's the thing, ladies and gents and whoever's listening to this. I personally think in order to be productive you need to incorporate some sort of morning routine. And like, there's a couple reasons why I think it's important to have a morning routine. The first and like biggest thing is that you're going to feel more in control of your day if you set it off with good intentions and like this, a certain mindset, like you're going to be more in control of how you attack the day of how you think about your day. It gives you a sense of self-discipline. And like, for me, 
that's been something that I've always kind of struggled with, but like by incorporating a certain kind of thing that you follow it, and it doesn't have to be the exact same every single morning because I know everyone's morning looks different. Or like if you're going when, you know, you can like going on vacations, places like things are going to make it to where it cannot be exactly the same every single day. Um, but you will gain a sense of self-discipline and it becomes a habit. And I think like for like setting a routine, like you're essentially like retraining your brain to create this habit because I think a lot of times when people fail at like having a morning routine it's because they don't see like immediate results from incorporating it into their daily lives and so they just kind of give up on it and I think a lot of times that happens with just habits in general is that you don't see the immediate change or you don't see the immediate like effects of it so you give up on it um for me I see that a lot with healthy eating I like eat healthy for like a week and I'm like oh I should be pretty I'm not haha and then I like (laughs) immediately like give up um I give up on it. So yeah. So like you're like retraining your brain. And I think like for me in the morning routine, it's like focusing on one habit that I want to incorporate at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think also to like morning routines, I think you're going to see like an overall improvement in your health, whether that's like emotional health, mental health, physical health. Like I just think starting off in the morning like positively and with a certain intention is like going to help you overall and it's going to carry into your day because if you start off in a negative headspace or a negative mood and I know that that sometimes happens like you just can't control it all the time Mm -hmm. but you can see how it affects your the rest of your day or the rest of your week or the rest of your month and so trying your best to incorporate some sort of routine I think is really going to be helpful and help you be more productive. It also um, helps when you're an early bird like you. This is true, but you don't. <laughs> but you don't have to. Um, I was listening to a podcast where they said that actually, people in their like mid twenties should mm-hmm. the perfect time for them to get up is like nine thirty and start their day. Hell yeah! But we don't live in a world that the day start at ten o'clock, so it's hard. But Fair. you know, if you have a job that you know is more flexible or whatever 9 30 is apparently like the prime time to wake Fuck up yeah, it and is. start it's your day time. what's well, a good so, time to go to bed because it's probably not 2 a.m whatever like is me. whatever is the certain amount of time that you're supposed to be awake i don't know okay. whatever gives you whatever <laughs> gives you eight hours of sleep i can't do math <laughs> but i have some so emily had productivity hacks i have some tips for like creating your morning routine give it to me because like okay. i don't really i feel like i have one yeah mine i mean once we get to our own like mine's pretty simple um but i think the first thing that I do is kind of decide like what my intention is for having my morning routine. So for me, it's typically to be more productive in the day. Um, I also like to feel calm um, and like a sense of peace and like happiness. So like trying to figure out like why you want to have a morning routine, like what is your end goal from having it? And then the next thing that I like when I just decided to kind of have a routine, I like made a list of habits that I wanted to change. And so for this year, the habit that I want to change is when I wake up, I immediately get on my phone. Like I immediately get on social media. um, And it's because I use my phone as my alarm. So I turn off my alarm and then my thumb just like magically goes to Instagram. (laughs) Like it's, it's just like a motor pattern that is learned and I can't stop it. Like I'm like, no, 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 no. And it's, it's just like there. you're reading like the New York Times. Yeah, and I'm like, like scrolling Instagram and I'm like, I don't want to, I'm like scrolling. I'm like, I don't want to be on here. What am I doing? So it's um, like nothing's changed in the past 12 hours. Literally, <laughs> I don't need to know what Susie Q is doing at 7 a.m. Like I don't. And so something that I 
have started doing, which kind of is like starts in the night and ends in the day is um, I updated my phone and there on the screen time, you can set a time limit where your apps are turned are like shut off. Now, I mean, you can click on the app and hit ignore for today or whatever, (laughs) which I have, I have done, especially on the weekends, but Right now, my time is set for from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. I can I my apps are like blacked out, not blacked out, but like uh, grayed out sort of. Um, so it's supposed to keep you from getting on there. And, it, and like you click on it and it's like screen time for today. And it's got the like hourglass symbol. And it's like, I've heard remind a lot me in 15 minutes or whatever. I've heard a lot of people grayscaling their phones to where yeah. it's not all the colors because that's what kind of like reels you in is all the different like colors yeah. of the apps and That's when you grayscale it like you're not prone to probably like checking all of them and everything because yeah. i mean there's a reason like instagram's app it's like these pretty colors and everything. So that's an interesting that's interesting. Yeah, thing so so I've been doing that but I think to help with my habit that I want to change is like instead of it ending at 7am like pushing it out to like 9 or 10 so that like I kind of don't I don't know. My goal is to change that habit. That's my get, biggest goal. I just want to get like a an uh, my my sweet sweet grandmother got me an alarm clock in undergrad, like except for my phone, which because I would sleep through some of my classes. Oh, um, nice, good job. I would just I found out that when you hit the lock button, it snoozes your alarm, and my, it's now just like a motor. It's just a like like, a, like my thumb to Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. mine just mm-hmm. immediately hits the like the uh, the lock button but i hate the sound of alarm clocks because it was like the annoying like ringing and i was like this is just too loud and i hate it and it's not how i want to wake up it doesn't make me wake up and think peace (laughs) um so one thing that i do instead of using i've tried to use instead of using my alarm i still have my phone just as a backup to make like that goes off like 30 minutes later just to make sure that like that you're up yeah yeah but using my Again, not using her name, Amazon Echo, mm-hmm. to set an alarm because you have to literally like yell at her to like stop. Because if you say it like in a sleepy voice, she ain't gonna like. Especially mine's not near my bed, so she's not gonna hear me say that. So I literally have to like yell like Alexa, stop! If I yeah. want her to stop, so it by doing that, like yelling first thing in the morning, kind of wakes you up and you can set like different, like calming tones that slowly like get louder as you go, um, to wake you up. So I like that. I like, yeah, using that that's my alarm. a great tip. Like I hate my alarm because <laughs> it's like just the typical like iPhone alarm. So like, that's a great tip for a morning routine is like, um, like finding something calming or a calming song to like wake you up to. You said you don't like your alarm. Like what? That's not yeah, soothing that's to you? that's what it is. No. Mm-mm. How many people did I just trigger by playing that? Probably like 700. Like, I'm, it's terrible. But it gets me up. My boyfriend does um, math problems. His alarm, Bitch, his alarm, what? his alarm won't stop until he completes three no, math problems. No, that's how you, that's how you get me in a bad mood. Who the fuck wants to wake up and do algebra? No, he no, sleeps ma'am. Through alarms, so no, he, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. I'm not waking up trying to find X. I'm waking up trying to find the meaning to life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like no. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Well, to kind of go off of the like. That's how I wake up and start crying, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, you would. You would start crying. (laughs) To go off the like making a list of habits you want to change, I think it's important to just like replace 
a bad habit with a new task. So instead of like just taking it out completely, like, so for me, like I wake up and I immediately get on my phone and then I continue with my own, my morning routine. But instead of doing that, like maybe I'll like get up and go do my skincare or get up and drink water instead of like getting on my phone or like get up and read a book for five minutes, like something Mm -hmm. just completely different putting in something that I want to add into my routine to replace that bad habit. So we're not just like getting rid of it completely. We're just doing something instead of it. Um, I think that's a really good tip. And then something that I heard in a podcast, um, I think it was in uh, what we said podcast was they said to complete your deep work first. So what they meant by that was like doing things that are important, but not urgent. So like important for you. So like meditating or journaling, Mm -hmm. not like a task that has to get done, um, doing something that's important to like your self-worth and your self-care, but not something that's like urgent and like has to be done. That's going to cause you stress and anxiety. Um, and I, I really liked that idea because that's something that I don't do in my morning routine that I feel like adding in would just set the tone for the day. Like focus on me. Like really like this whole life is for me. Like I am here on this planet to live my life for myself. Like no one else is living it for me. I can't live for anyone else. And so if I'm not working on myself first, like how am I going to be able to like, what's that saying? Like pour from an empty cup. So, um, I thought that was something really cool. Um, and then to like go along with that, like I think meditating or journaling or something is going to like incorporate peace and calmness. And so I think that's also important too, is like finding something, whether that's like sitting outside drinking your morning coffee or sitting outside and reading a book or listening to some meditation, breathing track or whatever, something that's going to bring you peace and calmness in the morning. Mm -hmm. Again, it's going to set the tone for the rest of the day. Cause if you're like hyped up on like, EDM like screamo music <laughs> like you're not you're not gonna be like calm you're gonna be like ready to run a marathon I mean if you're like trying to trying to do that then like, that's one thing somebody but. just wakes up and just says fuck it and plays a diplo <laughs> plays like screamo song that's like ay, ay, oh my god you wake up and you play slipknot in the morning <laughs> Like for me, that's just not going to be it. Like that's That's, not it. What do you listen to in the morning? I listen to jazz. I listen to um, Calvin Harris and Zed as I wake up in the morning. I think it's really relaxing. Yeah, definitely. I also think another tip for the morning, and this isn't really like about how to be like productive and calm, but like make sure you hydrate because actually when you're dehydrated – you're dehydrated, your brain shrinks. Um, and oh. so after you're sleeping all night and you haven't had any water, your body desperately needs it. Your brain desperately needs water. So like, that's something that I think is really important to incorporate in the morning, whether that's like already having a glass of water by your bed at night and then just like finishing it in the morning or whatnot, or like going down and like making a lemon water, like whatever, whatever your heart desires. Um, but my last thing before we did talk about our own, I will say this really quickly though, about dehydration. If you're worried about your lips being dry, it's cause you're dehydrated. AKA myself, my lips are dry all the time. <laughs> if your under eyes are super um, wrinkly and like creepy and your lips are super dry, it's because you're dehydrated. Yeah, I, I definitely, I'm taking my own advice here. Not taking my own advice here is <laughs> actually what I meant to say um, because I'm very dehydrated, but I'm trying to be better. 
Um, but the last thing that I want to say before we talk about our own morning routines is that it's important to remember that your morning routine is only for you and that everyone's different. And so everyone's morning routine is going to look different. So you don't want to try and make yours look identical to mine or Emily's or any influencer that you see or anybody that's posting about their morning routines because it's not going to be the same. Also, it's going to be very, um, edited when someone is posting their morning routine on social media, um, I used to do morning routine videos when I had a YouTube channel and like, <laughs> I didn't yeah, do like even the shit. ones on tick, even the ones on TikTok are just like beautiful. And I'm like, my morning routine doesn't it's look so like aste- that. Like, like, you're, no one's morning routine is that aesthetically pleasing. Like, maybe I'm if sorry. it was like a Sunday and I lived if in I a lived, cabin in the mountains, like, it was sure. a sun, like if I fucking lived in Los Angeles and I lived on the beach in Malibu and I, you know, didn't have to work. Yeah. My routine's going to be an aesthetically looking freaking routine i live in malibu yeah yeah there is one book that i actually really would like to read it's really cheap on amazon um it's called the morning mind use your brain to master your day and supercharge your life and i've heard a lot of really great things about it and it kind of talks about like the brain and productivity Mm -hmm. and morning routines um so that's something that like if you're interested in this kind of thing that might be worth checking out i know you can like look and see more about like what it's actually about but Um, I definitely want to read that book, but so using all those tips, for example, like my morning routine. So it, it kind of differs from my work days, which are Monday through Fridays and my weekend days. Um, so I'll kind of go off just like my work day, my work day morning routine. Cause I feel like that's when it's most structured. So I typically wake up around six or six 30 in the morning. Just kind of (laughs) depends how I'm feeling. God damn. Um, and I do immediately check social media. So that is going to be my goal for 2021 in regards to my morning routine is to not. Um, but I get up, you know, go to the bathroom. All yeah. that. Like, I'm not going to go into like every single detail, but well, I, I always don't you know because like nobody, <laughs> literally no one cares. Um, <laughs> so I wake up and I make my bed. That's something that I have done since I was a little girl. It was an expectation in our household and it is something that I've carried over into my adult life. And if I don't make my bed, I uh, like everything's disheveled. Like yeah. it's just not good. So for me, that is like the first step of like getting prepared for the day. It's making my bed. Um, and then I go and I get ready. I pack my work bag. I pack my lunch and then I leave and I go get coffee. If I'm feeling cheap, I'll make coffee at home. <laughs> but it's like part of my routine is like, and I know that sounds silly. And like, you can tell me how much money I'm wasting at Starbucks. I literally don't care. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but it is part of my routine to like drive yeah. to the coffee shop near my work, go through the drive through Say hi to Nathaniel. He always works there. Um, <laughs> we're like kind of friends. He you was like kind of by name. He was kind of sad the other day, so I was like feeling really sad for him. Um, don't know why. He just seemed oh, a little off. Um, my. <laughs> but I just I love that like process of like going to get coffee, listening to a podcast. Um, I go to the office and then I kind of like set everything down and I spend time like planning my day. So I like make a mm-hmm. list of like my goals for the day. I do my to do list. I write this all down in my planner because I have it like set up in my planner to where it's like things of importance, like paperwork and then like a like a, a to do list. Yeah. And then something that I have started doing, which has been super helpful for my like anxiety towards my to-do list, um, Mm. is like finishing any task on my to-do list from the previous day that I didn't get to. So, um, that kind of like helps set me up for the day because there's nothing still lingering 
which causes me like that anxiety. And then I'm going to start drinking water because I always drink coffee and never drink the water. So um, just get like water like in a Starbucks cup. I know I need to get a coffee and a water, but that's just so much excess plastic that i don't need i know but um, like I'm, I'm talking about like one of the reusable ones like the clear ones so like yeah. it gives you like the idea that you're drinking starbucks but you're not drinking water. yeah i always have my water bottle i just don't get around to drinking water until like 2 honestly like, low-key like if the only way i've been able to drink water is getting the bougie ass water at the grocery store like there you go, there it, you go. The, the ones that are in like the glass bottles it makes me want to drink water more yeah because yeah. i feel so like aesthetic that's my libra fucking moon right there it sure is <laughs> But so that's pretty much my morning routine. I would like to incorporate some sort of like journaling in the mornings or reading. Um, like I said, I kind of want to do the five minute journal, just just take some like time to work on myself and like for myself. Mm-hmm. I also really would love to be able to work out in the mornings, but right now it's just not feasible for my like work schedule. Um so I work out at night, which is like terrible for my sleep and all of that. But God. but I I do like my weekends are more slower, of course. And so I feel like I can take more time for myself. And so I would like to try to incorporate like more me time into my morning routine during my work days. I don't know exactly how I'm going to do that. I don't know if I'm going to wake up earlier. I don't know if I'm going to shorten something that I already do, but I think that will really help, help boost my productivity a little bit more if I like take some time for myself. Yeah. I mean, Um, there's some people that wake up at 5am um every I single day i just don't know if i could do that like that you sounds wake terrible. up at six it's an hour more yeah but i really like that extra hour <laughs> <laughs> you don't go to bed late like i do though i have been i have not been going to bed till like 11 30 or 12 but you are dating a night owl and your best friend's the night owl <laughs> like that's what it is <laughs> and i work out at night i definitely think that's the reason but yeah anyways why don't you tell us i know that you said you don't have much of a routine but i really do think you do like i don't you, i I I will go off my Monday routine because Mondays are my most productive day because I love soaking up the good start of the week. Um, By Friday, it's 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 all downhill from there. It's all downhill. We're 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 awake at least. Um, We're we're out out of bed. That's what counts. I've made my bed. Ta-da. But honestly, like I I know you work out at night. For me, so on a Monday, I typically will wake up at five a.m. As I'm like over here gagging. This is the only day of the week I will wake up at 5 a.m. Every other day I'm waking up at 7. Uh, 7 is a great time. 7 is the goal. It's usually 8 (laughs) a.m. Um, it depends on though if I'm working out or not, because I have to work out in the morning. It's become so habitual for me. So on Mondays, because I usually have to be at work at a certain time, I'm always at work at 11 o'clock and I want time for myself. It's still in between. So I will go to pure bar at the 6am class, which is the very first class and just get it out of the way. And I already feel so productive when I do that. Cause it's like everybody else is still asleep or they're just waking up and I've already worked out. What's Heck up? Yeah, here <laughs> I am. But it's become so habitual for me. I see the same people. I have the same instructor. It's really nice. And if I if it's not Monday, I'm usually going to the eight thirty class. So I'm waking up at like seven a.m. usually on those yeah. days. Yeah, and I'm quickly out the door once I get back from working out. That's when I really start my routine because I kind of will use the drive to class to wake up and I listen to my podcast on the way there. So usually I'm listening to like a new episode of like Girls Gotta Eat or like OK Sis or just supernatural any other podcasts that i really love that's when i'm gonna listen to those um 
And then as I'm, I, when I get home, I will make my bed because there's no way I'm making my bed at five o'clock in the morning. It will happen when I get back. Um, Absolutely. Basically. As it should. <laughs> yeah. So I will, that's when I'll like make my bed and I will do all my skincare shower and I will gua sha. Um, that is this little like rose quartz tool that I have. I'm holding it up like you guys can see, but it's I'm beautiful. I'm showing it to Hannah, but it is like this. I think it's in Chinese medicine. I use it to kind of sculpt my face. I will use it on my jawline just to kind of get like my lip nodes like circulation going. And what it does, it helps to depuff my face in the morning. So I will use Mm -hmm. it underneath my eyes. And it just, it's promoting good circulation in the skin and it's um, draining out my lymph nodes that um, are commonly like puffy um, or like swollen um, overnight. So it's very common for everybody. So I like to use that and it's really relaxing as well. I will use a gua sha or I will use a jade roller just depending on which one I like. And they're usually really cold because it's a pure stone. Um, Ooh, and I, will I usually, need one of those. Yeah. So it's really nice to use um, when I'm like, I'll usually use a jade roller at night to kind of work in my serums and everything and use the gua sha in the morning to help depuff my skin. And I'll use it on my neck and under eyes and chin and cheekbones. I really love it. Uh, it's just like a nice gentle massage and that's like my little like me time. But then I also, I've gotten into journaling, meditating, or kind of doing both in the morning for meditation. I love using the Headspace app. I always use that one, but just because it's a guided meditation and there's different ones that have different prompts and you can not, you can use this throughout the day. They have ones for like, you know, setting like your intentions for the morning or like some, like if you're like me like you get like super irritable or frustrated like when things aren't going right throughout the day they have some that'll help calm you down and kind of like reset like your mind there's some for ending the day there's some for like if you're stuck in traffic and you're running late and you're trying to like just change your outlook at the current situation they're really different ones on there and i love them and that if i don't do that or i will sometimes also journal and that's when i'm doing like the stream of conscious kind of stuff and i try to set like rewards for myself like if i journal five times out of the week then i can get like a starbucks frappuccino or something i don't know and if I don't journal five times out of the week, I have to go to an extra 6 a.m. pure bar class, <laughs> something like that. Um, Keeps you accountable. Yeah, because um, I don't like going to 6 a.m. But I, it's to the point where like I have to go every Monday at 6 a.m. or else it feels like my entire day is week off. Is, or your whole yeah. week probably yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So going on Mondays at 6 a.m. And then usually I will go on. I never work out on Wednesdays ever. Um that's just like the one day I've just, my brain just like, no, we don't work out that day. But I will usually do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And if I can't do Tuesday, Thursday because of my work schedule, I will move those days to Saturday, Sunday. Nice. Um, so I always work out like four times out of the week. Um, and I feel a lot better when I do. And after that, then that's when I start getting ready kind of. So that's like, I guess, like a semblance of my morning routine. It changes every day. Um, and it just depends. I, I, I prefer to work out in the morning because if I do, then I feel like I do have a routine. I do feel like I'm productive. The days I'm not working out and I don't have to go into work, um, I don't like those days because I don't feel like I do anything. Mm, yeah. And, and it, really, can, it really can. It really can affect like your whole day if you're, yeah. not, if you're not in a certain mind space. And, and like I said, like once it becomes a habit – and then, like, something throws it off, like, you feel off. And I know, like, it's, I, I sound like a miracle worker about being able to go and work out at fucking 6 a.m., like, on a Monday. Like, there are, a lot of people are probably like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, I could not get the motivation to do that. And um, I 
will say when I when quarantine started and I was working out from home with Pure Bar, um, I was not doing it as much just because I wasn't going to a physical studio and um, I didn't really have anything holding me accountable that way. And I was very much slacking. And then when we were able to start going again with masks and protocols like that, and like there's only like limited people in the studio, like there's not any more than I think like six of us usually. Um, it's holds me more accountable because when you sign up for a class, you have you can't cancel four hours before the class. Like if I so if I have six a.m. class, I can't cancel um, past uh, two a.m. Basically. I, yeah, if I, so if it I, makes you it makes you more if, yeah if I want to can if I do cancel between that four hour period I had to pay a twenty dollar um, fee and I don't want to pay twenty dollars fee and then if I just don't show up um, I had to pay fifteen dollars because there's like so many only there's like so many limited so many spaces. only people yeah yeah that, yeah like but that was have, even like that was even pre COVID right yeah it's yeah. always been like if you just don't show up it's a fifteen dollar fee um, and if you cancel it's like twenty dollars something like that so um, yeah money makes me very accountable because. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't have a lot of it to spend, so I just don't want to waste it um, by just exactly. not going. Exactly. So, and then, like, I always say this, too. This is my thing. If you're, like, I want to be a person that works out in the morning, and I want to be able to work out four times a week, like, just think of it like this. Like, you've never regretted working out. You may regret, you might regret dr- the actual, like, starting process of yeah, it. Yeah, you may like, dread oh, going. Do this. You may dread going. You may dread it while you're even doing it. But then once you, you get are, done, if you're not dreading it while you're doing it, then like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't dread Pure Bar. I actually like going to Pure Bar. <laughs> but like afterwards, like you've never regretted working out. No. Like you've afterwards, you never regret it. Like you're always like, oh, I feel better now. I feel like healthier, blah, 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 blah. Like it's because you have endorphins. And so yeah, that's for me, it's I, a for me, it's a release, release of stress. Yeah, and so. I started, I honestly, I started working out, like, when I got through a breakup and was just, like, you know, I just need an hour of my day where I'm just not thinking, and I have music and an instructor yelling in my ear, and that was how I started it, because it was, like, a meditation thing for me in a way, and I know listening to remixes of, like, fucking, like, Katy Perry and Rihanna is not really, like, relaxation, but for me at the time it was, and I feel like that's a really great way if you're wanting to, like, kind of get your date started and you have time i highly recommend working out in the morning i think it's great yeah if i if, and i mean i i know i say if i could i would and i can i mean i literally don't have to be at work until nine but i get there early to do the all of the things that i need to do before i work so it would just be it would just be me having to get up at like five be there at five fifteen, shower what you come need to do is get a peloton <laughs> Yeah, to be honest, like I am not a huge cycle gal. Like oh. I don't I you was that kind of girl. I don't love it. Um for me, the way my body responds to work and workout is strength training and cardio and But your sister works out like a ton. Mm-hmm, my sister has really motivated me to work out. I've worked out almost every single day of January so far. Yay. So, um Well, take some time to also like rest so your muscles Oh, yeah, can no, no, no. I mean, I haven't worked every day. I always take a rest day. Um because you your muscles have to rest um but they will not grow (laughs) yeah so but um but yeah so that is kind of our morning routine spiel our productivity spiel do you have anything else you want to add no i don't Do you want to do our survival tip so i think our survival tip from today's episode is that productivity is not linked to self-worth and that you should remember that everyone is different and your productivity and your morning routine are specifically unique to you yes 
We love it. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 